Welcome back to Coffee in Christ, episode seven. Oh, the drums. Seven. They bought drums. Chunky coffee. Okay. Well, see, Dylan's kind of like dancing. What? I was just seeing if you would react to your little coffee taste. I don't. He said that it tasted. No, no. When he walked in the room, he said it smells like cigarette smoke. It did. The coffee smelled like cigarettes. I think he's just. I know. But yeah, and then he put some... It's left a ring in that coffee mug. I know. That's a little gross. He put it didn't some, expire until the 15th. Okay, it's the, the ninth. Yeah. So I guess you're fine. We did... He put some half and half in there, and it was a little chunky. Tried to mix it up. Did not work. Chunky, half and half. Chunk. And it expires pretty soon. Speaking of chunky, I need to let my dog out. That's what we call my dog sometimes. She's, not, she's fat. She's not fat. No, Lassie. Oh, she's here. I think. Oh, I haven't even. I didn't even know. She I've been hides. here for like, I would say close to an hour. Yeah, she. Hides. And I had no idea she was here. She's in Ty's room. She hides. No, Cowers from people. She doesn't. She, she doesn't even respond. Like us saying, Lassie. I don't even see her head. Nothing. She doesn't have a dominant trait. Poor thing. She just puts others first. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Okay. <laughs> sure. Yeah. So. That was my chair. I have... <laughs> Good save. You know, I'm upset with our listeners. Because... Hello. I got... Uh, Belgium. Hello. I got a lot of hate mail from from me using the song last week, Jesus Loves Me. Not really mail, because no one knows where I live. But, like, people would tell me that it was creepy, like, a lot of people. Really? Like, Dylan, that was kind of creepy. No joke. Fine. Jesus loves me. Yeah, but they just sound like. So we. Long story short, we have a new song. We want you to tell us what you think about it. This is just Dylan's song suggestions. He's going to keep playing it until we find one that we really like. So, imagine you're just now turning it on. All right, ready, three, two, one, go. Turn it up a little bit. Yeah. Gotta when, let it play a minute. When would we stop it? I'll tell you when. Okay, I'll just wait. I'm sorry, I'll shut up now. And then, then you fade it out, and you say, "Welcome back to Coffee and Christ." Okay, that wasn't bad. I mean, the fade really sells it. It's the fade. <laughs> it's all about the fade. It's all about the fade. Yeah, you kind of have a smooth transition. So that was greater by Mercy Me, by the way. I feel like I'm working on a like a Christian radio station. <laughs> Thanks for tuning in to Way FM. That was uh, Mercy Me. Uh, that was uh, Greater by Mercy Me. Coming up next, we have The River by Something Felix. I forgot. Is that our next song that we're going to listen to next week? Yeah, yeah, maybe it <gasps> is. You, you gave it away. Foreshadow. You just said it. Well, I was, <laughs> wasn't going to say that was the one. Oh, my bad. Could Sweet. I be on a... I think we could be Christian radio commentators. Not, I'm not making fun of them. I just think it's really funny like listening to Way FM. It's great. Yeah. But it's like the, just their commentary is like... Really funny. They have like really like smooth talking. It is, and it's like, like, and that was greater by Mercy Me. And coming up, we have blah blah blah. And then they just like talk for a few minutes, and they quote something from Psalms, and they're like, "Make God the forefront of your day." And that's it. I mean, it's great. I think it's awesome, but sometimes it's just funny. But it's like, it depends on the mood that you're in, because sometimes I love Christian music, and then sometimes I just need some hardcore like rock and roll. Mm-hmm. Your it just depends stage. on my day. Like I might need some Breaking Benjamin. Which is an emo, like, weird kind Michael's of... going crazy right now. He's Michael's like, like oh. it's not! It's not an emo! 
But I offended Michael the other day. Michael Lilly, our associate minister at Devil Springs. Um, soon to be deacon. Congratulations, Michael. Look <laughs> off. Um, but um, I told him that Machine Gun Kelly was kind of like emo music. And he was like, it's not emo music. <laughs> like, it actually kind of made him upset. Oh, so, Michael, Michael, when you listen to this, I still think music. Machine Gun Kelly is a little He emo-ish. drinks. He drinks. You, you know, okay. So, Megan Fox. You know. The he, actress? Yeah, the actor. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Well, yeah. Sorry. I know a Megan Fox. Like I know. We, we all. Know yeah, we know a Megan Fox, but no. The, the Megan, Megan Fox. Fox. Yeah. You know, they're married, right? Who? Machine Gun Kelly and Megan oh, Fox. I didn't know that. Yeah, they're, they're married, and they drink each other's blood. What? Ye- that's they, that's gross. They, she said for ritual purposes. Hmm. What kind of rituals are they performing? I don't know. It came out on like like Pentecostal stuff. I don't know. If you're a Pentecostal, I'm sorry. That was a joke. <laughs> <laughs> Just making sure you don't know what the people in Belgium are. I don't, let's try it. Belgium but, or Ashburn. Where is Ashburn? Because you know we can look up and see where the downloads are from, and one of them just says Ashburn. I think it's Ashburn. And we would like to know. Somehow get in touch with us and tell us. Yeah, email hate mail something. Email snail mail. What is it? Which is just the mail. Because it's just slow. You never heard it called that? Snail mail? I have heard that now. Just slow. I mean, they they do a great job, though. Yeah, they can do Any Any postal services one day will receive, any postal service workers will receive a 10% off on all of our merch. Whenever that comes out, we don't have merch, but one day we might. We, we might. That's something to think about. I think coasters, like really, like I want a shirt coaster. and okay. stickers. And I like coaster. stickers, and mug. I like coasters. I like mugs. Yeah, they're all coffee themed. Yeah. <gasps> oh, so no, no, go ahead. Go. I was just excited. I got a one of my workers the other day mm-hmm. that work with us at work. They got me a mug that's not here yet. They ordered it. Mm-hmm. But they got me a Michael Scott mug that says, World's Best Boss. Oh, that's so And I was sweet. like, that's the nicest thing. I'm going to display it. <laughs> Never going to drink coffee out of it. Never. It's just, it's just for looks. Sit there. Aw. <laughs> Everyone heard that no, one. No, they did not. <laughs> <laughs> oh, you know what? We're all human beings, okay? I burped a little. I feel like, I'm sorry. I feel like God made those things. That for us to do like burping, farting, just to give us some laughs. I think so. Jesus think, was a funny guy. Yeah, I you think just he like you know what? Chuckle. Yeah, you just, just like yeah. <laughs> That's made to laugh. Yeah, you're supposed you're supposed to be laughing. Laugh. We would never know, but <laughs> maybe not. Hopefully, you're in your car, Chuckling. on the way to work, and just get a little laugh for yeah. your Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, Friday, or Saturday morning. And we don't know when this when you're listening. Notice I didn't say Sunday. You know why? Because you should be going to church. That's right. <laughs> <laughs> that was a clap if anybody didn't hear that. I'm in I'm in a funny mood today. Rare air. You think it's rare that I'm in a good mood? Is that what you were saying? No. That's what you were saying. No, you get in rare air moods sometimes. What does that mean? Like late nights and when you make um Should we discuss the the epidemic I'm going through right now with You know what? It <laughs> Sure. Oh, okay. Go ahead. All right. So in psychology right now, we're talking about Helen Keller. I believe she's real. I believe she did have all of her difficulties in life, but I do not believe she did everything she did. 
and give us your theological discussion. I don't. I and wasn't background there. about why you think that. I wasn't there, but I don't think she flew a plane. There's video evidence of her getting in the plane, but there's never inside like the quarters of like what. Okay, maybe she is real. I, no, she's real. I'll take that back. Maybe she did all those things. That's great, but like when she goes like public speaking, I don't believe that. I don't believe she's just like like. In the movie, we're watching a movie right now, and she was like, the first breakthrough she had was like when she said water, or when she was trying to say water, and she was, I'm like, how? This woman's never spoke, she's never seen, she's never heard, and she was like, she's never what? Heard. <laughs> she's never heard. 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 I'm sorry. <laughs> and then she goes, Whoa. and I'm like, there's no way. I was like, how did you she know? That's do that? true because sound plays a big part into. Speaking. It's like, how did she know? I, I believe she learned how to spell because I can't remember her teacher, but the whole time, like, she would feel water and then she'd spell out water in her hand with sign language. And that was for everything. I believe she knew how to spell. I believe that she probably passed college. She passed Rodcliffe. That was like the Harvard for women back then. I believe all that. But I don't think she spoke. I really don't. Maybe, because I know the teacher had to be there the whole time. So maybe when she wanted to say something, she spelled it to her, and then she spoke it out. But still, that's not her speaking. Don't mislead me. I'm, I don't. They're know misleading I mean. me. <laughs> but I don't know. I believe she's real. Think about it. That's changed from because you just earlier just said that Helen Keller wasn't real. You know what? I was proving myself wrong as I was talking. But I think I do believe she was real. But I do agree with you because the speaking part would be tough. I mean, I know she wasn't born with it. I think she developed it. But when she developed it, it wasn't like she developed it at like 20. Mm -hmm. Because you would still know how to speak. You would still know how to... You couldn't spell. That would be hard. You would have to learn. Like, you couldn't... Yeah. Anyway, you get what I'm saying. Speaking would be easy, though, because you remember it. Mm -hmm. But, like, she, like, got this disease at an early... I don't know. Maybe I should do some more Helen Keller... Research. Research. Next week, I want you to bring back a better, like a, a better detailed. educated, detailed answer. 19 months. Is when she developed the disease? The illness. She lost her sight and her heal- hearing after 19 months. Hmm. That would be, I don't know. That's I'm going to stay, I'm going to stay neutral. I don't know though. Like, that's just hard. Like, I believe she knew how to spell. I believe that. And we're not downgrading she the did fact amazing that things. Helen Keller was an amazing woman. Yeah, she did amazing but. things. But I don't think she spoke. I think that is a misunderstanding. Maybe she spoke through her her helper, but I don't think she just walked up to somebody and said, look, I'm Helen Keller. I would like to see, like, what happens if she ever gets on a rant? You know, like Helen Keller... And then it's kind of like whenever you go to fast. it's when you go to a concert and you see Those the people. speech the 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 speech what are they called the pathologist or there's no sign language for all I know and like when the singing when it starts they're just like you can't see me right now yeah. but I'm like moving my hands really fast I think I watch them more than I do the like, it's, whatever I'm it's there so for. interesting because mm-hmm. they're into it too they're not just like you know like all nice and no they they get their whole like they gotta, head they bobbing they gotta and, get the experience because I like, think about it. Like, if you couldn't hear anything, mm-hmm. then it would life would be kind of boring. You wouldn't be able to hear this podcast. And you wouldn't... Exactly. And you wouldn't be able to, like, experience... Because, like, 
If I said, ready? Yep. If I said, Jackson, mm-hmm. how was your day? Okay. And I didn't raise my voice. I didn't give any voice inflection. Or well, yeah. did you see that game last night? Yeah. But see, there's people who can't hear can't. But you know, you have to be like emphasize Into the it. sign language because you're like, hey man, how was your day? Or did you watch the game last night? Like, big deal. Yeah. <laughs> So yeah. I, I mean, I think voice inflection is a lot. So I think like speech people or people that know sign language, they have to like emphasize. Yeah, they gotta get in letters. it. That makes sense. So I don't know. You next week, you come back with your Helen Keller thesis. Would you rather be? Would you rather lose your sight or lose your hearing? Sight. I'm the same way. I cause. And you can't listen to music ever. Mm-hmm. And that's such a that's such a vital part in a lot of people's lives. I just don't know somebody who's like, I'm not a big music fan. Like, yeah. And like who listens to music? Like, ugh. Like, nobody's like that. Everybody's got their got their niche of music they like and they, they love to do that. Mm-hmm. And I mean I would rather because would, it would hurt. Because solidly. too, because like if you could only see, it's like you're watching life from a window. And, like, you don't get to, like, experience it. Yeah. But, like, if I saw, like, okay, if I was blind mm-hmm. and so I lost my sight and you came in and you're like, hey, Dylan, I'm here. I would know it's you. Yeah. And I could be able to tell, like, because you really can. I learned this in uh, college, but, like, you can, you can literally tell how someone's day is or, like, anything about a person by their voice. Yeah. yeah. Always. Like, that's the first thing that, like, psychologists study. Let's go back to that fluctuation. Because if you're having, like, an off day, then you're just kind of like, you can tell in your voice. But if I could see you, I would never know, like, your emotions. Like, I could only see you. Yeah. Like, if you were crying or something, that's fine, but. (laughs) It's okay to cry. How often? (laughs) I cried yesterday. We'll get into that in a minute. But, like, I could see that. But, like, even if you just, like, needed a little pick-me-up, I wouldn't be able to tell. Yeah. But if your voice was there and you were like, hey, man, I would be like, oh, what's wrong, you know? Yeah. So I'm, I would have much rather lose my sight. Yeah. Team hearing. I wouldn't be able to drive, though. That's a big deal. I love to drive. <sighs> Helen Keller flew a plane, so... Did she? Well, the, you it, said... <laughs> I don't believe she did. You know what? I'll look it up. No, no, I believe you. But but imagine that. Like, you wouldn't be able to drive. That's one of my talents. Is driving. I agree. There's yeah. a Helen Keller channel on YouTube. I just want to point that out too. And isn't everyone flying these days? Helen Maybe. Is absurd, and her mother, brother, and Anne Sullivan. Anne Sullivan. That's who it is. But there is no stopping the producers whose inspirations change daily. Helen Keller herself has never feared physical action. As a child, she learned to dive into the ocean with a rope about her waist tied to a stake on the shore. She has enjoyed tobogganing, dropping down steep New England slopes. All right, let's just see the flying here. See, it's just her taking off. There's no... There's no... Oh, she never landed. <laughs> There's no way. She's in a... There's two people. It's a it's a single, like, cab, or if you say one in front, one behind. There's no way. I don't believe this. I don't know. She might have got in, and she might have helped take it off. But, like, you can't tell me that guy in the back is not steering. I don't know. I don't know. Next week, you come back and tell us. You tell us. Because this has been... Jackson was talking about this for, like, what, two weeks? Yeah. It's been, so a, it's been a thing. We, Helen Keller 
channel 40,000 subscribers. This is... What else does she have? 40,000 of you losers are watching that? Wow. (laughs) That's what you're into. I mean, that's I did not mean to call you losers. I wasn't being mean. That was... That wasn't mean. being mean. That's not, that's not my first choice on YouTube. My first choice is Larson Farms. I like to watch the farming stuff, you know. I mean, like it's used to be an agriculture boy. Ag boy. But I don't know. You come back. You come back with us. Come back to us next I'll week, and you tell us what you think about that. But um, anyway, how's your week been? Like, what's going on? So in Monday, but um, problem was this week, this Saturday. Yeah. And then I have a, my prom I'm going to this Saturday. So it's just a jam-packed week. Lots going on. Going yeah. back and forth. Getting tuxes. For some reason, at Moral Norman, you can't keep the same tux. <laughs> you have to return it and get a new one. That is kind of weird. It's weird, but I guess it would save you if you did, like, if you went out to eat and you spilled, like, some your hot sauce on it or something mm-hmm. like that. Or some ranch. Or... Number one, what kind of monster would eat hot sauce wearing a... Tux. I know. I mean, let if me choose some you, wings. If that's you, you're a monster. <laughs> Let's use some wings today. I think for my whenever tux. I get married one day for my like the background before I get married, mm-hmm. like we're all in like the groom's room or whatever. Mm-hmm. I think I want to eat hot wings. <laughs> Said no one ever. Like that's not even no. Messy. No. Messy. What about you? Um I got to see you before your prom. I almost cried. Oh, Actually, I did cry. when you left, but I didn't Aww. tell anybody. <laughs> No but, um No, it's been good. Um, church is... Okay. So it's still weird for me to say this, but I resigned as the youth minister. And so that's... But it's like a... It's sad, but it's also a good thing. That's, not, that's my good thing. There's meaning behind it. Like, I resigned as the youth minister at Double Springs, and I'm going to be the new worship and college minister. And so I'm ex- really excited about that because there's a lot of different things that you can do yeah and so i'm excited about that it's that's been a good thing I'm but excited. also like i cried a lot like I, yesterday was emotional like yesterday morning and evening at church was just yeah just emotional it's but sad. it's all right they're gonna hire somebody great i'm excited yeah i'm excited so god's got your back that's been my week work busy as always good thing um. Yeah, just a lot of good things happening. Mow my grass. I love. I love grass. <laughs> I just do. I like it when it's like I'm looking out my window right now. And I'm like, dang, the weed eating around that tree is pristine. <laughs> like I just love grass. I love my yard. So that was a, like whenever Jackson leaves later, I'm just gonna stand on the porch and be like, just nod. Admire your work. Like a dad, just be like, that's nice. That's nice. That's nice. <laughs> but yeah, that's been my week. It's been pretty great. Well. Bible time. Matthew 6. I will read verses 1 through 4. Let's get it. Enough with our riffraff of Helen Keller. and That's the main thing we talked about. Helen Keller. It's, and a, it's a thing. You, it's a thing. Like I it's, agree. I'm not saying you're wrong. I'm I just, feel like more people should talk about that. Well, and also the fact that we just ignore that parrots can talk. That's pretty cool. Honestly. Like the fact. Why don't we talk about that more often? That parrots are just like. <laughs> you said that was good. That was really good. <laughs> that's, that's actually the first time I've tried that. That was in a really good parrot impression. Thank you. Maybe he has one at home. Like, he just doesn't Ow. tell anybody. He talked. Dang, that's good. <laughs> Honestly, we're gonna have to play that back before we publish this, just so you can listen to that. Oh yeah. Anyway, that is kind of strange. <laughs> Parrots. 
Anywho, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Um, I'll just keep going if you want me to. But. One through four of Matthew six uh, starts out with, "Beware of practicing your righteousness before other people, in order to be seen by them. For then you will have no reward from your Father who is in heaven." Thus, when you give to the needy, sound no trumpet before you, as the hypocrites do in the synagogues and into the streets, that they may be praised by others. Truly, I say to you. They have received their reward. But when you give to the needy, do not let uh, your left hand know what your right hand is doing, so that your giving may be in secret, and your Father who sees in secret will reward you. What's your take on that? Uh, just not seeking the intention of man. Yeah. It says it right there that they've already received their reward. They've already received the praises from men, but to do righteous things more in secret is this receive... Uh, the praises from God. You know, every time I read this section of scripture, um, cause this is a passage that, I mean, if you're, if you've been raised in the church, like if you've been a Christian for a while, you probably heard this. Yeah. And I think it's kind of funny because with great power comes great responsibility. I think Yoda said that. And did he? I don't, I'm not in Star Wars. I watched the new ones. Yoda did say that. No. Well, with great power comes great responsibility. And like, I mean that as in, you know, being a Christian, is a big deal. Mm-hmm. You know, having that reward in heaven is a big deal. But it's, and as Christians, I mean, love should be the forefront of who we are. Mm-hmm. That's the whole, I mean, that's what Christ, I mean, that's what Jesus' foundation was, or even dying on the cross was love, because yeah. he loved us. But it's saying, you know, and the, we're, we're being, we're, we've been taught, whoa, gee, I really stuttered right there. <laughs> but we've been taught as Christians, even really throughout Matthew, give, 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 love, love, love. But then here, it's like, but mm-hmm. beware of practicing your righteousness before other people in order to be seen by them. Do you think that this is like a big problem right now? I what think, do you think? I think a lot of people are, what do they call like PRs, like personal relations, mm-hmm. like those moves where it's like, Oh, you get you're like a politician or someone who's running for a government office, and you're like, oh, take a video of me giving this this old man a cheeseburger mm-hmm. who's on the side of the road. But then that's all you do. Like then you go home. And you're like, all right, let me go back to my million dollar house and just go sleep. Like it's not really you're doing it for show. Mm-hmm. You're doing it for people to give votes to you, and then that's not that's the, a lot of things about politicians too. Is like they. They want to. Um, they like to harp on each other sometimes too, mm-hmm. like what they can't, what that person won't do for you, and not more of what they can do for you, and not like behind the shadows or you know, not off screen. Are you still going to give that man a cheeseburger? Mm-hmm. And that's that, that's just what Jesus is saying here. Just don't don't seek that attention. What about in like our small town world of Cookville, Tennessee? Do you think it's a problem? I think so. I would a hundred percent say it is, yeah. because and I'm not I'm not throwing anybody under the bus. I mean I don't want you no guys to think I'm talking bad. I'm not throwing stones, but there are people here and churches here that I feel like do stuff because they want to be seen. Yeah, you know that's a big thing. And again, we saw that a lot when the tornado hit here. And again, I'm not I'm not going to mention any names at all. But, like, there are these people that wanted to help, you mm-hmm. know, when the tornado hit. But anytime the news ship pulled up... They were there. They were right in front of the camera. Like, oh, look look what I'm doing. I'm here in Cookville, and I'm picking up this branch in the street. Like, 
I think it's a big problem. Yeah. And and not only like for churches, I think it's a big problem with, you know, everybody. Yeah. You know, because obviously you want to be seen. You know, I've been it's kinda of funny. I've been trying to like teach this lesson, but I guess no one I've not really told anybody about it, but if you've noticed, Double Springs Youth Group is notorious for having no pictures. Mm-hmm. Like we don't, we take a picture at CYC every year. That's true. Yeah, but that's like that's it. Yeah, we're pretty. And I think some parents get kind of mad at me because I don't take a lot of pictures. Very concealed. But like, I don't take pictures when we go to the nursing home, and I don't take pictures whenever we. I mean, sometimes we do, but I mean that's not. We don't flaunt them. Around. I don't want anyone to think that like. Oh, look what the Double Springs Youth Group did. And sometimes we do. Yeah. But, I mean, not all the time. And that's one thing that I've liked. And it's not because I'm forgetful, which probably most people think. <laughs> but I just don't think to take a picture. But I don't want to. I mean, that's my that's my thing. Like, social media, I'm really starting... I like to watch it and, like, see what's going on, I guess. I like but what's I'm going really, on lives. I'm just really starting to, like, get turned off by social media. Mm-hmm. Like I real I like to post stories on Instagram sometimes, but and like maybe like big events I'll put something on there. But like, I don't put every single living, breathing moment of my life yeah on there yeah you know because I feel like so many times you get on Instagram or get on Facebook and it's so and so gave one thousand dollars to the you know whatever mm-hmm. and so I don't know I think it's a giving is something that. I mean, think about Jesus' life for a minute. If you were going to do that, let's just let's just be honest. Okay, if you were in Jesus' shoes, do you think you would have been a little bit more, you know, how would I even put this? Flashy. Do you think you would have been? Do you think you would have been a little flashy if you were Jesus? Absolutely. Why? Because of the message he's got behind, like of what he's coming to do. What he's, what he's got going for him. He's like, I'm the son of God, you know. But Follow even, like, me. But it, even take that out of it. Like, if he knew that he was going to, like, die for people, and then they still treated him like crap, if it were me, I'd be like, you shouldn't treat me that way. Yeah. Because I'm going to die for you. Yeah. Like, but he didn't. That's what blows my mind. Because his life is so much teaching, and you don't really... I mean, you see it, obviously, but, like, when you really think about all the little stuff that he taught along the way, mm-hmm. you're just like, wow. wow. You know, but like, Owen oh, Wilson, wow. That wow. was not good. Wow. 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 I can't. Wow. No. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> Sorry. Wow. Did you see how much time I thought about the last one? I was wow. like, Anyway, sorry about that. But, you know, just giving, and that's what I think is, is kind of funny, that we're taught, taught, give, 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 give yourself, give everything, and then here it says, but be careful. Because if we, we can't miss the whole point of giving. Mm-hmm. You know, and I, again, I'm not throwing anybody's name out there, but we are supposed to give. But even in verse 2, it says, you know, when you give to the needy, sound no trumpet before you. And I think that's kind of funny because obviously every time I help the needy, I'm not going to like pull a trumpet out of my pocket and be like, you know, I'm not going to do that. But it's just saying, don't be so loud with like the things that you do. If you help somebody, that's great. Mm -hmm. Congratulations. But don't, 
oh, I bought this person Starbucks this morning. And I, you know, yeah. I don't know. It's Giving is, is incredible, but I think we missed the point. Yeah. I really think that we missed the point. And then in verse 3, but when you give to the needy, do not let your left hand know what your right hand is doing. What does that mean? I was going to ask you the same question. Well, I mean, the, think about it. Left hand, right hand. Yep, they're right there. Does this one always know what this one's doing? No, I got no eyes. Yes. It, no, <laughs> is it? Because, I mean, the, obviously, like, they know what's going on oh, because yeah. they're, they're right connected. there. You know, your hands do everything. So if I'm grabbing a bottle of water, then, you know, figuratively, mm-hmm. they know I'm not hiding that from them because I can't. Yeah. And so that's what this is saying. It's saying, be so secretive with your giving. You know, keep it so under wraps that your hands don't even know what's going on. Yeah. You know, and that's literally saying that's how secretive you need to be. Yeah. And I think, why do you think it's so hard that we don't want to do that? Like, what do you think? I think we like attention. We yeah. like the, We like the... That uh, where it mentions the man's reward, we like to seek attention a lot of times, and a lot of people aren't. But I mean, nobody can deny that they like a little praise. They like words of affirmation. Yeah. They they like the the pick me ups and stuff like that. And you're mm-hmm. like, oh, you did such a good job doing this. Or I saw on Facebook where you were, where you donated this amount of money to the tornado efforts. That's so that's amazing. Mm-hmm. And people like to hear that. And what and what's so cool? And I've got to see this. Like, where we do some disaster relief with the church. And I wish you would have got to see a little bit more of it. But you did, because Jackson came to Kentucky with us. But I've been to Baton Rouge, Louisiana. I've been to Texas. I've been to Mississippi. I've been to Kentucky. I mean, and the people who make the biggest difference are people that you have no idea who they are. Yeah. You know, there is this group. I love them to death. They're called Gulf Coast Disaster Relief. They're based in Huntsville, Alabama. And you know nothing about them. Like, have you ever them. heard me mention them? I've never heard of them. And they do some of the most incredible things. Mm-hmm. And yeah, they've got their fair share of PR. They've been on the news and stuff. But it's ran by a husband and wife who still work. Uh, they have two full time jobs. He's like some bigwig engineer for aerospace. Like, yeah. But they are two of the nicest people. That I've ever met. Mm-hmm. And they do all of this like out of their house. They come in with a cooking team and they prepare food for people whose like how homes have been hit by a disaster. And it's not just like food, it's just, hey, here's some warm food, but what else do you need? Yeah. And I got I had the opportunity to like take a ride along with this girl in our church van with the wife that runs it. And I don't want to throw their names out there, but I got to go on a ride along with her in Mississippi. And just seeing the way that she, like, interacted with the people. Mm-hmm. I'm like, that girl's a rock star. Yeah. Like, and you don't even know them. That's that's what we that's what we need as Christians. Yeah. That like. Humble personality. You don't need, no one else needs to know that you're a rock star. Yeah. Okay. Now, you're going to have people in your circle that know that. Like, if I, if Jackson's in my inner circle. Like, if I do something nice, I, I may mention it to him. And that's not me, like, gloating. That's just like, oh, by the way, that was a really cool thing I got to do. Whatever. Yeah. And, like, they're going to know. You're a rock star. Yeah. But people that, you, that shouldn't be, you know, what everyone knows about you. Yeah. 
because that's I mean that's but giving is something that we have to do like and it's not just money it's everything give give your time you know show somebody that you care all that kind of stuff but that's what that means is be so secretive that even your hands don't know what you're doing yeah so it's really cool and then um verse 4 so that your giving may be in secret and your father who sees in secret will reward you and that's what's I mean that's really cool oh yeah like God there are, there are so many people behind the scenes that make things happen. I, I thought about that last night. It's actually really funny because I was studying this some yesterday afternoon, and then uh, me and Neil went and watched Doctor Strange last night. Mm-hmm. And of course, we stayed through all the credits because we wanted to see, the you know, if there yeah. was anything else. And I was watching the credits, and I'm like, it takes an army to produce a movie. Yeah. Like, all the names, I was just trying, trying to read them on the screen, and I'm like, it takes an army to produce a movie like this. Yeah. But then you don't even, like, they get one, their their name flashed on the screen as it goes, and that's it. That's it. And you get to see all the, the stars in it, but, like, there's, you know, food coordinators and lighting coordinators and, you know, construction workers and film crews and all these people that you don't even see them. Yeah. That's what we should be like. Guys, Christians make the world go round. I mean that. Like Christians, what we do makes the world go round. Yep. But nobody should know. You know, nobody has to know what's going on. Right. You know, I think Devil Springs is a, is a really cool example of that because there are some, like, amazing people in that church, and they've done really cool things, but you never know. Yeah, you won't know it. And that, I mean, that's what's cool. That's the way it should be. Yeah. I mean, God knows you're a rock star. You know you're a rock star. That's all you need. The lady at Starbucks does not need to know that you're a rock star. <laughs> yeah. You know what I mean? Like you should. You know, that, that's what that means. But anything else you want to add to that? Let's keep it going. Um, so, and when you pray, verse five, you must not be like the hypocrites, for they love to stand and pray in the synagogues and at the street corners that they may be seen by others. Truly, I say to you, they have received their reward. But when you pray, go into your room, shut the door, and pray to your Father who is in secret, and your Father who sees in secret will reward you. I'm going to stop there for a minute. What do you think about that? I mean, what's your take on those? Well, I, that kind of just goes back to like not flaunting around, not being flashy because the Jews at the time would just drop everything and just be like, dear God, and you know, in the streets and kind of like drawing attention to themselves. And Jesus isn't saying that isn't terrible, but he's saying you should go into your room, shut the door and pray to your father in secret mm-hmm. because there's there's no difference in prayers. All right. The prayer that you play, pr- pr- prayed in the street isn't worth more than the prayer that you prayed in a closed room. Right. So, and that's what a lot of them, and that was a problem back then because you're right, they would just drop everything and just shout out, God! You know, and that's not, I mean, literally, that's not saying in verse 6 to physically, you know, it's your prayer time, go shut the door and lock the door and turn yeah. all the lights off and get under your bed. <laughs> yeah. that's, not, that's not, you know, literally what it's saying, but it's saying pray to yourself. You know, when do you, do you pray a lot? I mean, do, yeah. where do you pray? Where's your, do you have a prayer spot? I don't. I kind of pray just, and it's, I don't like have a time either. I don't do, you know, breakfast, lunch, dinner mm-hmm. only. Like, it's just whenever I notice that I pray more during hunting season, cause I'm mm-hmm. out in the woods and that feels, I just feel closer to God out in the yeah. woods. Like out in the, the woods of Jackson County and the hollers where literally there's probably not a man for another hundred miles Oh, besides my dad who's hunting out there. And then and I'm like... My family who hunts five miles up the road. Okay, it's, all right, you know, never mind. <laughs> that was a bad enough. But I'm sitting there, and it's just me and the crickets and that one squirrel that gets on my nerves. Yeah. 
because I think it's a deer. But that's the that's where I feel closest to God. But no, I I pray like in the car when I'm driving somewhere or just something that kind of catches my attention. You know, that's where I pray. That's what I was getting into. That I pray in the car a lot, and it's kind of funny. You know, you grow so much as a Christian as you you know continue through life, and I think that's kind of cool. Like whenever I was younger, even honestly, even in high school, I was like, prayer has to be like folded hands and. <laughs> Closed eyes. Dear God, our Heavenly Father who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. We're about to get into that. Don't give it too much away. That's what I thought prayer was. And that's great. Mm -hmm. I mean, there's nothing wrong with that. But prayer is also, I mean, I find myself a lot and I'll be like, just thinking throughout the day, I'll be like, God, I mean, I talk to God. Yeah, I just talk. I never. And that's, I'm like, I'm never like, dear God. Yeah, I'm like, like, am I doing this right? And and should I work on that? I mean, help me through this. That I find myself that like I have a spot, also in Jackson County, that like if something major is going on, I'll go up to my family's cabin that we have up there, and I'll sit on the front porch by myself, mm-hmm. like, and it's not because I'm sad. I mean, that's it's my alone time with God. Yeah, and you just sit there and you pray. Like whenever I was making this decision about resigning as the youth minister. Didn't tell anybody. Didn't even tell you. I, this I drove to Jackson County one night, sat on the porch, and I was just like, God, is this right? Is this what I need to do? And that's that's what prayer should be. I'm not saying I do that every time something significant happens in my life, but something that is that heavy, I think God needs the, the time for you to just talk to him about it. And that's what prayer is. Mm-hmm. I mean, just talk. Like he's your best friend. Talk to like he's your dad. I mean, it's it's easy. Yeah, that's what prayer should be like. And then verse seven. And when you pray, do not heap up empty phrases as the Gentiles do, for they think that they will be heard for their many words. Do not be like them, for your father knows what you need before you ask him. Pray like this. And we're going to get into that in a minute. But you know, the Gentiles, their prayers were so flamboyant, and like their words were so huge and heavy and I like when he says empty phrases but specifically I looked in other versions I like the NIV version it says that in this specific part it says keep on babbling mm-hmm. I feel like that's a I feel like it's a problem sometimes when people like before the church get up and pray and they'll pray a like eight minute prayer over something that doesn't need to be eight minutes mm-hmm. I I mean he says and we'll get into the prayer and it's the, but it's, it's from the heart. It's from the mind. That's all he wants. He wants, he doesn't be like, oh, you know, this, 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 and this, and this, this. And, but only on all of that five minutes you just spoke, only one of that made any sense, Anything, right. any sense, any value. Mm-hmm. And I just love how he said it that way, especially in, in the NIV, keep on babbling. And that's what's, you know, when you... I think when you get nervous, like, you babble a lot. Yeah. But, like, I don't know. Like You have to treat it as if you're talking to, like, me and you just talking. Yeah. We sat in here for an hour before... We were like, we should probably start. <laughs> yeah, I'm like, uh, you have to eat dinner at 7, which is 7.01. It's rip. fine. It's fine. But, like, we're just sat here and talked. And that's not, like, I wasn't nervous. Like, there are certain people that I'm, like, a little nervous being around sometimes. But, like, when when you have a relationship with somebody that you're just like, you know, what's up? You know, like, it was kind of funny. Today, whenever Jackson pulled up, I was, like, weed-eating my yard, and I was, like, gross and sweaty. But I was like, what's up? You know, I didn't care. 
Now, some people come over here, I'll be like, oh, gosh, I have to run. take a shower. <laughs> run. Ew. You know, I don't want them to see me sweat. But that's why we should be with God. Mm-hmm. Like, it's not, oh, dear heavenly, hallowed Father, you know, and all these, you know, ambiguous words. It should just be, hey, here's what's going on. And that's what we should be able to do. Yeah. And, you know, and that's what he's saying. Don't be like the Gentiles because the Gentiles pray a bunch of stuff that doesn't make any sense, number one. Yeah. But they, they're empty. They, they mean nothing. Babble. So it says, again, verse 9, pray then like this, our Father in heaven, hallowed be your name. Your kingdom come, uh, your will be done on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread. Forgive us our debts as we have also forgiven our debtors. And lead us into temptation, but deliver us from evil. For if you forgive others their trespasses, your heavenly Father will also forgive you. But if you do not forgive others their trespasses, neither will your Father forgive you your trespasses. That's so the prayer actually ends in verse thirteen, but it ends with "and lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil." And you know, a lot of a lot of the old older Christians believe that you have to pray that prayer, and that's not true. He's giving us an example of it's very simplistic. Exactly. It, it gives. So what I take away from this is there's like four. No, five main petitions. They said, mm-hmm. you know, hallowed be thy name. God's name, highest honor, highest authority. And then it, your kingdom come, you know, to the continuation of the kingdom. Your will be done. Uh, acting more like Jesus. Being everything that he says that we should be doing in all of the Sermon on the Mount. And then daily bread. That's our physical needs. Mm-hmm. And so this is, and then forgiving us. Like those, that's just five basic Petitions, mm-hmm. and he's not saying you don't you don't have to pray this and then pray another mile about this and then you can be done. Right. And so, it's just a simple. That's just a very simple. Mm-hmm. And that's a great prayer. I'm not yeah. saying don't pray it, but I think so many people. I think it's hilarious. Like, you know, you get around the table with a 90 year old Christian, they bow their heads, and they're just like, "Our Father in heaven, hallowed be." And that's fine. There's nothing wrong with yeah. that. But Jesus it's not. It's, it's not saying pray this prayer. It's saying, here's an example of a prayer. Pray like this. Mm-hmm. Be simple, yep. you know, because just talk to God. That's yep. all we have to do. And then verse 14, um, for if you forgive others their trespasses, your heavenly Father will also forgive you. But if you do not forgive others their trespasses, neither will your Father forgive you. And that explains itself. Mm-hmm. Forgive people. Yeah. That's you know, the hardest thing. Hold on but... to, it is. Don't hold on to a grudge. Mm-hmm. You know, forgive and forget. And that's hard. You're not going to forget. But don't hold that person accountable for that. Yeah. I mean, that's, it's, people make mistakes. Well, and then yeah. in verse um, 16, it says, And when you fast, do not look gloomy like the hypocrites, for they disguise, or disfigure their faces, um, that their fasting may be seen by others. Truly, I say to you that you have received their reward. But when you, fa- when you fast, anoint your head, wash your face, that your fasting may not be seen by others, by your father who is in secret and your father who sees in secret will reward you. You know, I think it's kind of funny that we started in verse 6 with beware of the needy be, or beware of giving and be careful how you practice that. And then we jump right in and we go through the, you know, an example prayer. We go through forgiveness. We go through fasting. But it's all pointing to the same thing. Mm-hmm. You know, it's saying give to people. And don't be flashy. Don't be a hypocrite. Pointing to God. And all of this. That's what it's saying. All of it is pointing to God. Mm-hmm. You know, and, and fasting is something that is, it's kind of weird. You don't hear a lot of people. Yeah. There are some people, I believe it's Catholics, that have Lent, which like where they give up something for like 40 days. Yeah. Or, I don't yeah. know. 
but the whole and I I like the point of that. I'm not gonna lie, and it's like getting distractions out of your life that pull you away from God. Mm-hmm. You know, giving up social media in the morning for forty days, fasting from that. I mean, it doesn't need a name though. Like, right, like that's I mean, the whole boasting like part is that oh we have a specific thing mm-hmm. that is meant for us to get rid of those things. And like scribes and Pharisees did the same thing. We're talking about here when fasting, mm-hmm. they were like, "Hey, look everyone, I am fasting giving for God, up, giving up bread giving for Jesus, up, for <laughs> Jesus." Know. And they're saying, "Don't do that. Do keep it in secret." The entire time it's pointing to, you know, don't be flashy. Yeah, all of it. Mm-hmm. I mean, don't be flashy with your prayers. Don't be flashy with forgiveness. Don't be flashy with fasting. Don't be flashy with give everything. Mm-hmm. And that's why I think it's cool that the writers group these verses together. Because it's pointing to God. Mm-hmm. Don't be flashy. Don't hang all your laundry out clean or dirty for everybody to see. You know? <laughs> and I think it's awesome. I mean, I really do. Um, but that's, I guess, that's been my challenge for this week would be evaluate your flashiness. Let's just say how it is. Mm -hmm. You know, when it comes to giving, when it comes to, you know, and being a Christian, yes, people should know that. Yeah. But they shouldn't know all the amazing things that you've done Mm -hmm. because God knows that. Yeah. You know, everyone doesn't have to know. And there's, that's a problem, guys. That is a big problem in today's world. In today, in the church, and the I mean, everyone. As I, I've met a lot of Christians, you know, that maybe of other denominations that just say, oh, "Well, I'm a Christian, but I also go on this mission trip every year." And last year, we were able to raise thirty thousand dollars. Stop. The phrase that should come out of your mouth was, "I go on this mission trip, and it's great." Mm-hmm. Boom, done. Love for you to come. You know, you now to us. your closest friends, that's fine. Yeah. But, I mean, it shouldn't just be, well, I I went, and I gave, and I gave up, and I prayed, and I... Th- th- no. Mm-hmm. No. God does all that. You're a vehicle. Yeah. Okay? A vessel. You <laughs> didn't do much. Yeah. God did everything. Mm-hmm. And he's allowing you to have part in it. So, evaluate your flashiness. You know, and this is kind of funny, I like cars... But, like, your Christian life on the outside, are you like an old, beat-up Honda Civic? And what I mean by that is, are you putting in the work, but no one knows? Like, when you see a Honda Civic or a Toyota Camry, you know, Jackson... Any Toyota. Any Toyota, When you see, like, an old Toyota, you're just like, you know, it's not about the looks. (laughs) You know, yours is pretty, but, I mean, there's some old ones. It's not about the looks. It's about how much work they're getting done. It's like, that thing's been going 300,000 miles. And it's it's still still kicking. Don't don't use a drop of oil. Nothing. Exactly. You know, the check engine lights are not nothing. It is a solid machine. Exactly. And But but it doesn't turn your head. You're not just like, oh, man, look at that. You know, or are you a Mercedes-Benz Christian? You want everyone to see you. You know, you're not doing that much, but what you do do, do do. Huh? People see it. People see it. You know, what type of Christian are you? Are you in it for the looks or are you in it to get the work done for Christ? Because that's what we should be about so evaluate your flashiness we gotta go see you next week or let's listen listen to us next week i won't see you yeah they never see us whatever goodbye (laughs)